Hi, my name is Dylan Buckley, and this is Uncommon. Uncommon and Uncommon Clips are produced by Norel, a digital agency built for challenger brands and talent. To learn more, head to norel.com. That's N-E-U-R-A-L-L-E.com. What was the best and worst thing about being a professional AFL player? 90% of it is absolutely incredible. Like, you're literally getting paid to be fit. I think that's what we, we forget. You're getting paid to just work out and have fun with your mates every day, which is incredible. But in saying that, it is an extremely stressful environment. Um, you do you live in this bubble when you're playing footy where you think thing because the, the stress of a real uh, uh, this job, it's like your livelihood is who you are. It, it, it it's so like um, you know con- ever consuming that you just you are just you live and breathe footy and you're just there and you think that everything in that place is so important and everyone's so on edge all the time because it's mm. just like so high performance and it's not until you leave and you think Jesus Christ why did I care so much like you know it's really not that you know I was stressing on Mondays going in going fucking hell I didn't corral someone to the boundary on the weekend like fr- flipping out about it when now like that's not even that's not even on the list of my worries like I have real things now that I'm trying to do like that's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. anything that's a problem so I think that's was a part I really struggled with, like was just how like intense it was and how much like I loved playing footy, but I didn't love it to the degree that I cared that much. And um when you play footy and especially when you're young, what I really struggled was was like defining myself on games. So like if I played a good game, I was like the best bloke ever. And I was like, yeah, I'm the best like get it, you know, best friend, best son, best, you know, boyfriend and just a good guy. But if I was playing shit footy, I was like, no, I'm the worst bloke ever. Like, I'm just Mm. an absolute fraud. You know, what's wrong with me? So it took me a long time to realize, you know, just separating that person from the persona, like Dylan Buckley, the footballer versus Dylan Buckley, the person. Mm. And that's how I started to judge myself. Yeah, it is. It's, it is bizarre, isn't it? It's so unusual. So weird. Like, it's, it still fascinates me. Like, I, I wouldn't say I'm enough, but like, I think growing up in my family, I mean, where where my grandpa immigrated to in Australia, it was basically like you go to St Kilda or Carlton. He was Greek, and been to St Kilda, barrack for St Kilda, and just you know, I grew up in a family who were just absolutely obsessed with footy. But that was their out. They go for St Kilda, St Kilda. So like, their heartbreak for them, a lot of heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> basically, their whole life was to work and run their businesses. Everyone had their own business, and things like going to the footy was like an outlet. Um. I don't know, during COVID, it, maybe even a few years before, I started to realize like it, it's it's a bunch of guys on a field chasing a leather ball. Sometimes it's hard to realize that this is not like extremely important, mm. particularly when you're in the the industry, when you're in the media side of things, I can just see how it would envelop everything about you. It's, it's funny because I actually feel now, I thought that when I was playing, <clears throat> but now that I've left, I actually have this newfound love, not personally love for the game, but I have this love for what it does for people. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's so many times where you'd get abused by supporters or, you know, they'd be upset and you think, mate, why the fuck do you care this much? You know, like I'm trying my hardest. Can't you see that? Yeah. And they would be so enraged. But then you see how much it means to people and, you know, bloodlines and family members. You know, my grandfather came here and I go for this club, now I go for this club and all this history behind it. And you go, Oh my God, this is important. Yeah. This is important because like 
you, you, re- you really see how much, you know, the fans and the supporters, which that's what the game's built on, how much yeah. they love it. And you go, fuck, I actually, I wish I knew this earlier because I would have, it would have been a bit different for me. Like I would have understood a bit more. Yeah. I think um, some people believe it's entertainment, but it, for me, actually, I think it's more for a lot of people escapism. Yeah. Like it's a form of escapism to impart your personality and, I don't know, like I can see it in the way, just in the way that my uncles and my dad talk about St Kilda, like, oh, we're just so unlucky and like how their mood can be enhanced or changed by how the club is doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like in my head, rationally, you have no impact on this. But for them, it's a way of escaping just day-to-day life, like the 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 trials and tribulations of just being a human, you know? Yeah. No, it's beautiful. I, I really like it now. Like I go to the games and like I see supporters since and that's still so beautiful to me and I'm just like, mate, good on like I'm with you now. I'm just a fan, you know? I get it. I want I want Carlton to be good. I hate it when they're shit. Yeah. What's the what's your favorite sort of uh nuffy um thing like listening <laughs> about like call what... anyone a nuffy, you know <laughs> yeah. that Jordan. Think about like what Josh Gallup does with a lot of his content, like kick it forward. Yeah. Um well <laughs> funnily enough, I, used, I I never used to get a lot of like hate from like you know supporters but one thing I would get was because like I was never the most talented player but I did try my hardest and I think people respected that but one thing that people hated that I did um you know and it really nearly did stop me from doing this was I wasn't playing every week but I would do a show called discussions with Dylan that's probably where like this whole thing media thing started for me yeah but people would always be like go get a kick you know you fucking shit just focus on footy and I was like I can't fucking train 24 hours a day you know like it's actually not possible like physically I just break down but weren't you injured for a lot of that period no like I was on and off but like geez I got out there enough to try and have an impact but I was injured a lot and I think that's still a funny one though. Like that was a big thing for me that I was so stressed about was like, I can't do this. I can't be trying to joke around because people think I'm not taking it seriously. And that's, that's still to this day really hard for me because I didn't have like great relationships with senior coaches. Like I respected them and, and stuff. I really learned a lot from them, but they, I think always felt that I was taking the piss all the time. Mm. I was like, I can't be serious all the time. That's not my nature. That doesn't mean that I don't care. Mm. It's just like I, I needed to chill out. So I, f- I suppose those shows for me were a bit of escapism myself to like do something different and not just be, you know, stiff all the time. And that's another thing as well is like, <laughs> I don't know if you ever visited Big Footy. I, no, no, I haven't. Probably best you Yeah, No, I, I wouldn't. I, I haven't. I, res- I love it, but I, yeah, if unless I was feeling really good about myself and needed to bring myself down a little bit, I would go visit a few old threads for sure. Back, back in the day when I was like 21, 22, I'd, I'd go on Bigfoot. But oh God. Okay. the thing for me when you mention injuries is, and what I've always been intrigued by is one, that people get so upset, like what you said before about focusing on getting a kick or whatever it is. And in your case, like there was injuries, yes. Some people are more injury prone than others. They have bad injuries, like recurring injuries, particularly people who have like recurring knees or shoulders and stuff like that. How much do you think that is just bad luck for the player or it's just primarily the way that they play the game or run or mm. something related to their physiology and and unfortunately they're just being their bodies being found out in that sort of high pressure high octane system. Yeah, look, I think if I knew that I'd be paid a lot of money to be working at a at a medical <laughs> facility or a club, but I think there's so many there's there's no one answer. There's so many different ones. Like obviously guys and girls are um 
all built differently. Some people more prone to injuries than others. Um, I found for me, like once you have an injury, if you don't get on top of it early, it always gets worse. But not only does it get worse, it throws out other parts of your body. So like- What, what do you mean by getting on top of it though? Like just like rehabbing it, it. Like if you keep playing through it and you don't do the correct rehab and strengthen up around. Because like you think about it like this, like I- had a really bad back like my whole career, my lower back, and it's still something that sort of I deal with today. But from that, because your body's out of whack, I'd put a lot of pressure um, on my left side of my body. So then I'd twist, I really badly broke my ankle, like on my left side of my ankle. And when I'd run on that, I, I, I have really bad range in it. So I couldn't do like full calf raises to strengthen up that side of my body. So then I'd run more on the right side of my body. Then I started tearing all the calves on the right side of my oh body. My and because I was tearing the calves on the right side of my body, and then you overcompensate and run on So then I hurt my left knee. And then my back. So it's just like things are so, our body is so aligned. Yeah. And that's why it's like those lower leg injuries, like I found, you know, if I could go back now, one thing I would have done was just try and get my alignment better and like really rehab and get some really good like structure in, in my body because I just didn't realize at a young age what I was doing. Well, because it goes to show that like, yeah, technique can often define the injuries you have. Yeah. Well, like the Sirioli, like the, he did um something years ago where he kept tearing hamstrings. He was so quick. So he had to learn how to run again and not overstride. Huh. So there's, there's so many little bits and pieces that are there for players, but you know, some players are just unlucky. Some, some aren't, the one thing I hated the most about my injuries were I was fine if I did my shoulder or something like that because it's it's like that's just bad luck and that's an impact injury. But the ones where you're doing hamstrings and calves, like that's when you really lose confidence because you don't yeah. know what's happening. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I just don't know now. Like, if I'm gonna sprint, am I gonna just tear my hammy? Yeah. You know? Like, if I and strengthen weighs, up my shoulder, I'll be okay. And it weighs on your mind. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, fuck, that would that would really piss you off. As yeah. Well. Yeah, the, the muscle injuries are the worst. I, I think calf injuries are so underrated. It's not funny. So this transition, um, you was probably I read here. So obviously you had the show that you were doing um, discussions with Dill mm. beforehand at Carlton. It's twenty nineteen. No, sorry, it's twenty eighteen. You're at GWS, you're interning once a week on the rush hour. Yep. Um, obviously. I think by then Dylan Friends had just launched with an interview with Josh Kelly. I think it was the first one. Yeah. You'd done 25 eps roughly of Dylan uh, discussions with Dylan. When, I guess, did you realize that this is probably the right time to really get into your post-football career identity? Mm. And second to that, why was like media and why, why was your persona attracted to that, do you think, like talking? Yeah. So, uh, look, there's, I'll probably have to go back to explain it, but like, basically I was always had one on the future. Like I was always like really set up, uh, really keen on setting myself up going, I didn't want my career to define me. I was always keen on doing it. Like my dad played, you know, three flags and won, you know, incredible medals and had an incredible career, but probably really struggled to set himself up after footy because it is hard to do. Um, and his message for me was like, you know, you got to get your shit together. You got to do something. So. I didn't work out what I wanted to do. I didn't work out that I wanted to go to the media, but I worked out what mm. I didn't want to do. And okay. I went and did like, you know, real estate. I went and did property development. I went and did teaching degree. Like I did three, tried three different unis, failed all of them. Big hex debt um, that I never even, you know, went to. And 
it sort of was a process of elimination. And I think like I left Carlton and I was like, fucking hell, you, you idiot. Like I wasn't upset that I didn't get the most out of myself playing footy. I was upset that I didn't work hard enough off field to transition better. Mm. And I didn't, you know, there was no guarantee. I was going to the Giants. I ended up going there, um, you know, 30 days later. And I remember that time, just like such a pivotal, pivotal moment in my life, just being like, if you want to do something, like you have to fucking do it yourself. Like stop relying on people, grow the fuck up and, and do something. And I said, like, if I get another chance, I'm going to go and I'm going to set myself up and I'm going to be in a better place, ready to go at the end. Because no matter what happens with your career, if you play 10, 15 years, like you're still going to have to do something next. And the mm. same as what I'm doing now. I've always got side shit on the go. Even just launch one and I'm still thinking about like what I'm doing after. <laughs> 